Danco Laboratories, LLC, the Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine, on application for stay. Decided April 21st, 2023. The applications for stays presented to Justice Alito and by him referred to the court, are granted. The April 7, 2023, Order of the United States District Court for the Northern District of Texas is stayed, pending disposition of the appeal in the United States Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit and disposition of a petition for writ of certiorari, if such a writ is timely sought. Should certiorari be denied, this day shall terminate automatically. In the event certiorari is granted, the stay shall terminate upon the sending down of the judgment of this court. Justice Thomas would deny the applications for stays. Justice Alito dissenting from grant of applications for stays. In recent cases, this court has been lambasted for staying a district court order based on the scanty review this court gives matters on its shadow docket. In another, we were criticized for ruling on a stay application while barely bothering to explain our conclusion, a disposition that was labeled as emblematic of too much of this court's shadow docket decision-making, which every day becomes more unreasoned. And in a third case in which a stay was granted, we were condemned for not exhibiting the restraint that was supposedly exercised in the past and for not resisting the government's effort to shortcut normal process. I did not agree with these criticisms at the time, but if they were warranted in the cases in which they were made, they are emphatically true here. As narrowed by the Court of Appeals, the stay that would apply if we failed to broaden it would not remove mifepristone from the market. It would simply restore the circumstances that existed from 2000 to 2016 under three presidential administrations. In addition, because the applicant's Fifth Circuit appeal has been put on a fast track with oral arguments scheduled to take place in 26 days, there is reason to believe that they would get the relief they now seek from either the Court of Appeals or this court in the near future if their arguments on the merits are persuasive. At present, the applicants are not entitled to a stay because they have not shown that they are likely to suffer irreparable harm in the interim. The applicants claim that regulatory chaos would occur due to an alleged conflict between the relief awarded in these cases and the relief provided by a decision of the United States District Court for the Eastern District of Washington. It is not clear that there actually is a conflict because the relief in these cases is a stay, not an injunction. But even if there is a conflict, that should not be given any weight. Our granting of a stay of a lower court decision is an equitable remedy. It should not be given if the moving party has not acted equitably, 
and that is the situation here. The Food and Drug Administration, FDA, has engaged in what has become the practice of leveraging district court injunctions as a basis for implementing a desired policy while evading both necessary agency procedures and judicial review. The Washington District Court enjoined the FDA from altering its current practice regarding mefepristone, something that the FDA had never hinted it was contemplating. The FDA did not appeal that appealable order, and when seven states that might take such an appeal asked to intervene, the FDA opposed their request. This series of events laid the foundation for the government's regulatory chaos argument. Once this argument is put aside, the applicant's argument on irreparable harm is largely reduced to the claim that Danco could not continue to market mufepristone because the drug would be mislabeled and that distribution could not resume until Danco jumped through a series of regulatory steps that would be largely perfunctory under present circumstances. That would not take place, however, unless the FDA elected to use its enforcement discretion to stop Danco, and the applicant's papers do not provide any reason to believe the FDA would make that choice. The FDA has previously invoked enforcement discretion to permit the distribution of mefeprestone in a way that the regulations then enforce prohibited, and here, the government has not dispelled legitimate doubts that it would even obey an unfavorable order in these cases, much less that it would choose to take enforcement actions to which it has strong objections. For these reasons, I would deny the stay applications. Contrary to the impression that may be held by many, that disposition would not express any view on the merits of the question whether the FDA acted lawfully in any of its actions regarding mufepristone. Rather, it would simply refuse to take a step that has not been shown as necessary to avoid the threat of any real harm during the presumably short period at issue. We've come to the end of the opinion. Until next episode, thanks for listening to What SCOTUS Wrote Us.